so good to finally be here. And welcome to the very first episode of Friday Night Fights, a worldwide wrestling podcast. All the months of sweat, tears, a little bit of blood, maybe a tiny panic attack once in a while, but we're finally here. <laughs> Listen, don't give me that look. <laughs> well, you, you go through a lot when you read things. I had no idea you were sweating and bleeding as you went through this. I wish it a painful book. <laughs> he, Did they just jump out of the pages or something? <laughs> yeah, he was reading it and he took a chair shot. Oh, you open the book and it's just bam! Oh. <laughs> honestly, the, honestly, that's what it felt like. <laughs> but anyways, I have survived the chair shot, so thankfully we are here. Otherwise, someone would have had to take my place. But for those of you who are unfamiliar with Worldwide Wrestling, it is a awesome tabletop role-playing game ttrpg for short that puts players and actually the game master into the role of sports entertainers wrestling entertainers a la wwe aew impact new japan and it hurts the formerly ring of honor we will miss you oh you didn't know i didn't didn't even hear about that when did that happen okay so before we dive deep into the actual game. So yeah, so back at the beginning of November, Ring of Honor had made a little post on their social media saying that at the end of 2021, they are going to reassess how they run Ring of Honor. But essentially what that equates to is that their whole entire roster at the end of December are now going to be free agents. Wow. Wow. So the entirety of the roster and my heart sank because I'm like, well, with Ring of Honor not going to be the same, that doesn't really leave a lot of major indie promotions for these people to go to. Ring of Honor was cool. It had that like we're fighting in a cafeteria feel like it was great. Like there was just something personal about it. Too bad. You guys are all those are all free agents. Well, at the end of December, they're all going to be them folks are good, too. I think a lot of them are going to be okay. I don't want them to go to AEW because the roster's already stacked, but I mean, it wouldn't hurt to be safe. But Impact's also there. New Japan's an option. I'm just scared if they go to WWE, what's going to happen? And I can I say that as a, okay. because I watch the product. I'm sure. A lot of them won't be the same wrestler. I think just because of what AEW has, I think most of them are going to go to AEW because they have a lot of really good indie guys there. Mm-hmm. You know, with CM Punk, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks. I think majority we're probably head over to AEW. It's going to be my guess. Yeah, I think most of them are going to be fine. I mean, some of my favorites, of course, the Briscoes, Trisha Dora, Danhausen is just the biggest troll, and I love him. But oh, that guy, yeah. <laughs> I love him. It, I'm like, you're so weird, but I can't look away. <laughs> but speaking of weirdness, I have gathered some of my friends who were willing to play and go through this journey with me. A lot of them are wrestling fans. Some watch the products. It's been a couple years. Some are very old school, which I appreciate. But before we get into character creation, I would like to introduce my players. When you guys introduce yourself, you can plug whatever you like, and then give your little bit of history when it comes to wrestling. Who are some of your favorites? What was the last time you watched? Like, anything. So, we're actually going to start off with 
my Puerto Rican brother, Adolfo. Saludos, programas, and hello, everybody. My name is Adolfo. I am the Nerdy Puerto Rican. You can catch me uh, on the TikTok as the Nerdy Puerto Rican. And my history, I am an old school wrestling fan. I haven't watched anything recent, but I do have a very deep history with wrestling. It's something that me and my father shared, so it is something that's very uh, near and dear to me. One of my biggest memories was going to the Boston Garden when we lived in Massachusetts and seeing a WWF event and seeing uh, Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant throw down, which was really cool. Also, there was, again, when I was a small kid, my uh, dad was coming off a flight back in the early 80s when people could still go all the way up to the terminal when their family members were coming back. And uh, my dad was coming back from a flight and uh, he shared a flight with the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. And I saw the two of them came out. And when I kid, I kid you not, they, in public, they stayed in character and it was so cool. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah. Dang, I knew you had an affinity with wrestling, but geez, Louise, Brett. Iron that. Sheik, man. That's incredible. So, and Andre? Yeah. Yep. It was so cool. Do you remember it? Like, how old were you? I was, I think I was, I was around five. And I remember that we had top tier seats. And I was looking down to the right. But it was awesome, man. That was, that was the only card I could remember. Just because at the time I was a huge Hulk Hogan fan. But uh, it was, it was so cool. It was such a fun time. So. Yeah, it was it was crazy just seeing them. It was just like, whoa! That's cool. Oh my gosh. We're already off to a great start, and I love it. Alrighty. Next player up, he is the one and only Mini Moss. <laughs> How's it going, guys? I'm Mini Moss. A lot of them just call me Mini. I've been I watched I've been watching wrestling since I was a younger kid. I started out watching wrestling because of a kind of a rebellious thing. I was told I was not wasn't allowed to watch it, but I did it anyways. Because uh, my parents were afraid that I was going to throw those wrestling moves on my younger siblings. I still totally did. But I probably started watching wrestling. It was towards the, I'm going to use WWE terms for it, probably towards the debut of John Cena. So back since 2002. So that's when I started watching wrestling. I've kind of tapered off a little bit over time. I do still keep track of it through YouTube and watch recaps. So I still know what's going on a little bit. My all-time favorite wrestler, I have a couple. It's it's a mixture of like Goldberg, Batista, and uh, Rey Mysterio. I was a huge Mysterio fan as a kid. And then I remember watching. I was lucky enough to get that WrestleMania where he won his first world championship. And that was one of the coolest things in the world to me. Watching that man finally win his heavyweight championship for the first time. So before I get death stares, <laughs> we're going to continue on. My next player I would like to introduce is Chris. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, Chris here. I also go by Riku. If you want to find me on any of the social apps, you can find me at Pup Riku. On TikTok, it's Puppy Riku because apparently Pup Riku was taken, which is weird. So I'm going to try to be a lot more active on those or sooner. So be on the lookout. Uh, I've been on a bit of a hiatus, but I'll be back. Wrestling for me, I used to watch it when I was a kid too. All-time favorite wrestler since I started was uh, Shawn Michaels, the Heartbreak Kid. That was always... That was one of my biggest memories. Him and Mick Foley. 
when when I when I used to watch. I actually got to meet Nick Foley in uh, person at a signing, which was a lot of fun. Yes, he brought the sock puppet with him, and the sock <laughs> puppet also signed. Socko. He actually signed it with the with Socko. <laughs> yeah, <That's laughs> cooked my brain because I was like, the sock so- the sock doesn't have thumbs. How did it hold a pen? I mean, <laughs> I was just like, what, fuck, what? Sorry. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. So I have some really good memories. I got to watch, got to see SmackDown at Madison Square Garden, which was a lot of fun. This was back when I actually lived in uh, New York City area. So that was a great time. But since then, I've kind of fallen off the train with wrestling. I've got a lot of stuff going on in my life and that shows and stuff. So I'd love to get back into it and, and check it out. I know I've talked to a couple of you wanting to come back to it in due time. I'll say that. So. Oh, Chris, Madison Square Garden. Jeez Louise. (laughs) When I introduce myself, I have a little story when it comes to Madison Square Garden. And so it's interesting. But continuing on with my players. Next player, I cannot wait to hear all this just because of what I already know. I have John, a.k.a. Professor Crossway. (laughs) Professor, uh, you give me more power, huh? You are uh, a college professor, so duh. Yeah, I teach at too many colleges. It sucks. Uh, my name's John Crossways. Uh, I am a theater professor and teacher and fight choreographer in Northern California. Uh, I teach at four colleges, seven classes. I have over 230 students because I'm an adjunct, and that's the only way I could make a living as a teacher. When I was a kid, I was a, I was a wrestling nerd when I was a kid. My dad had all kinds of Hulk Hogan merchandise that he would buy for me, and lots of toys but i played with my toys so those toys that are probably really expensive are now in a thousand pieces in a box i was one of those kids that watched saturday morning cartoons and then watched wrestling for three hours and then the the morning was over when soul train came on and it was like oh soul train's here i'm gonna go play outside now like that was the first 10 years of my life there was also a time in the late 80s early 90s where wcw was on at like 5 a.m so you could wake up at like 5 a.m., watch WCW for an hour, and then watch Saturday morning cartoons, and then watch WWF and everything else. It was, see, I'm not crazy. That really happened. I remember that. Yeah, Just that. over 30, remember <laughs> back when you had to watch TV early. 30-something now. Uh, so that's, I love that stuff. I remember watching the first incarnation of Sting and just being enamored by that. I remember being too young to realize the Ultimate Warrior was actually trash. I remember yeah. <laughs> Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and Macho Man. I saw seeing the Macho. replay of that epic 26 pinfall match. Like I remember those when I was a kid. I love the Attitude Era. That was when I was in high school, so I watched a lot then. I sort of stopped watching around 2003, 2004 because I got into college and got girlfriends. So I just never, well, I didn't have time for TV and life to took a different direction. But I'm actually a fight choreographer now, too. I work with the Society of American Fight Directors, so I've been revisiting a lot of breakfalls, and there's actually a lot of theater plays that have wrestling in them now that actually have, like, ring in middle of the, like, that's what they're using. It's like, oh, okay, great. So I'm becoming more familiar with that world, and I have to be careful because I'm over 30, so I got to be careful that I don't go try anything myself. Because it's, you walk by a turnbuckle, and you're like, I just want to throw myself into that, but I'm not going to. My luck's not that good. That sort of stuff. I'm on the TikTok. If you just type in John Crossway, you'll find me. I, I tell stories and cause my own trouble, and I do voiceover and some acting stuff when I can. And I think that yeah, I'll, I, I miss wrestling. I love it. The 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 legend, the lore, the theater of it, the storytelling of it. I, I think when it's done well, it's a very underrated art form in the sense that it's very easy to write it off. I've talked too much. I'm gonna stop now.
No, this is all fascinating <laughs> stuff. And that's what this is for. All of us here, more or less, we all have that history with, you know, wrestling and all that good stuff. So you're in good company. Speaking of good company, last but certainly not least, one of the players that has said yes to this crazy journey that we are about to begin, the one and only Tiggy. Hi, what's up? I am Tiggy Biddles on social media. Um, my government name is Alex. You can call me either. Um, you, I'm on TikTok for now as Tiggy Biddles. Uh, I make a lot of Dungeons & Dragons content. I'm transitioning over to other social media. So if you want to find me on YouTube and Instagram, it's the same username over there. I feel like I'm one of the least experienced people with wrestling here. I grew up know, or basically with the stereotype that Wrestling was just this violent, over-the-top, faked performance, and I don't know when. I for some reason that never appealed to me. And then in 2014, when I was in college, I had a roommate that was super into WWE, and so I would watch it basically whenever he was watching it, which was all the time. And then I realized that all of my preconceived notions about wrestling were true, but that was exactly what made it so actually incredible and awesome like i just like i finally watched it i was like wait this is this is awesome this is really cool and i watched it for that whole year where i was living with that guy and so i, I have like a couple of wrestlers this was like the 2013 2014 wwe era so i was a really big fan of kofi kingston seamus finnegan i feel like that's not a wrestler i feel like i got that name wrong now that i'm saying it out loud but you know I think it's just Seamus, actually. Was it just Seamus? Yeah, but okay. that's okay. It's, listen, Wait, there are so many different wrestling characters. Seamus has a last name? I didn't even know Seamus had a last name. I, I assumed he had a last name, and I probably wrongly assumed that it was Finnegan. So that's my bad. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he did, but as long as I've seen Seamus in WWE, he's just gone by Seamus, that's it. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's you're fine. Right. It's Still, Seamus is great. Seamus is great. <laughs> yeah, they they were. I like I like the flashier, like more stylist, more stylized uh, wrestler. So like also Rey Mysterio, I was a big fan of him as well. Just because like the whole performance of it, everything is like it's so cool. It's so entertaining, and I will never be able to do anything like that. I'm not talented enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not flexible enough, and so I get to live vicariously through them as they do it. It's great. It really is. I love, I love this already. <laughs> I love the realization of like, it's all those things. And that's why it's awesome. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was like, no, this doesn't suck because I was, this doesn't suck because of all of this. It's awesome because of all, it, all of well, this. That, and I had a similar, not to tangent too much. I had that same like early 20s or, oh, well, this is fake. And like, if I wanted to watch people fight, I'd watch like MMA or I'd watch other competition. Like this isn't, then coming back around, because I come from a theater background, coming back around to that, it was like, oh. Oh, this is just theater. Well, this is brilliant. It's just stories and scripts and mayhem. And they're making it up as they go. And your face is really bleeding. You can't fake that. Like, oh my God. <laughs> to cap off that tangent, and this kind of goes into my introduction. My name is, well, my government name is Michael, but y'all can call me Mikey <laughs> for short. I go by Pop Culture Geek on the TikToks, the Instagrams, and the Twitters. Social media is a very interesting place, so we'll just put it at that. So going back to what I mentioned earlier... My first introduction to wrestling, I didn't even know was wrestling until years later. I was about like seven or eight and I was visiting family in New York and my uncle had skybox seats. And so he took me, my dad and a couple of us to go watch wrestling. But I didn't know what it was. All I cared about is that, hey, look, there's food. 
And it wasn't until I started getting back into wrestling years later that when I asked my grandpa and my dad what was going on, apparently the big thing of that show that night was the fact that it was DX standing in the middle of the ring. And then they were about to burn the American flag for some reason. And uh, yeah, so we're at the taping for this. Yes, and I didn't even know that's what it was until, like, <laughs> years later. I was just like, hey, food. And, wow. like, oh, people are fighting. <laughs> that's a that's an iconic Attitude Era moment. Yeah, It really was. They were about to burn the flag, and then, you know, people come out. They start fighting it. And, again, this was before I knew what was wrestling. So I didn't think too much of it. And then it wasn't until probably my senior year of high school where I started to get, like, I was like, oh, this shit looks fun. The first introduction to WWE was WrestleMania, I want to say 26, 27. I don't know. I know that Batista and John Cena were fighting. So whenever that was, I'm not too good with numbers, you guys. And then from there, I gradually started watching the shows. And now it is something that has become part of my routine. Now, some of my favorite wrestlers... So some of my favorite old school wrestlers of all time, I have to go with Jeff Hardy, especially that Armageddon match that where he won the WWE championship. I still think is one of the greater moments in WWE history, and it was important for his career. Eddie Guerrero is one of my favorites, of course. And then, of course, with all the wrestling and watching, I'm a big fan of a lot of the newer stars. But for me, my favorite wrestlers tend to be the women. So my favorites is like Gail Kim, Trish Stratus, Mickey James, Lay Cool, Jazz. <laughs> like the, those women during that time, they paved the way for a lot of the women that I've come to like. And then some of the newer ones, Bianca Belair, Tony Storm, Shotzi Blackheart, some of these newer girls, Jordan Grace from Impact. Ruby Soho from AEW, Chris Statlander, like, I'm a big supporter of women's wrestling. I mean, I enjoy it when the men wrestle, but there's something special when the women go at it. But yes, we are here to play a tabletop RPG where my role is going to be said creative. So the cool thing about worldwide wrestling is as much as I am in control of the story, my players and their characters are going to basically help me tell said story. So like any good, emphasis on the word good, wrestling show, you can't really have a wrestling show without a roster. And so that is what Session Zero is going to be about. And along the way, for those of you who are just tuning in for the first time and have no clue, you know, all the ins and outs when it comes to wrestling entertainment. Don't worry, we are here to help guide you as I guide my players through their character creations and their, we create our promotion together. So, y'all ready for this? <laughs> it's like, copyright it. <laughs> oh, no. Anyways, so, like I mentioned before, any good wrestling show has a roster. And it doesn't matter whether you are a new person to wrestling or you are a veteran and have seen all the different eras that have come and gone. Every wrestling character has what is called a gimmick. So their gimmick is their overall character. For those of you who are listening, the gimmick for Worldwide Wrestling is just basically an archetype of a wrestler that falls under different categories. 
So because we are using second edition, they have added a couple of new archetypes for our players to choose from. So looking over the gimmicks, you have the anointed, the anti-hero, the clown, the fighter, the hardcore, the jobber, the luchador, the monster, the technician, and the veteran. So usually those are pretty good for when you're first playing this. Now, there are some other ones that you can also pick, but their rule sets are a little more complex. And that includes the ace, the call-up, the luminary. You can also play the manager or the provocateur. So if any of that sounds like Rosetta Stone, then I promise you I will explain as we go along. But essentially, all these gimmicks boil down to is, is that there are quirks and personalities that each wrestling character falls under. And it doesn't matter how they put their spin on it. Every wrestler falls into some sort of category. I asked my players to kind of think of a concept for their character that they would like to play. And together as a group, we will work together to build our initial roster. These five players are going to be my main cast, but you best believe I already have the rest of the roster waiting in the wings to either elevate or to tear down their wrestler. <laughs> I only have hints of the kind of concepts you guys have come up with, but now is going to be the actual time where I'm going to laugh and I'm probably going to give you puzzled look as I try to how to figure it out, but... Does anyone want to share what they had for their concept first? <laughs> I've got an idea for what I want to do. All right, Tiggy, you're up first. Go for it. All right. So I think I'm going to go with the call up background because I think that this sort of fits with like the character stick that I'm going for the most. So essentially that this dude is this, by the way, before I go into this, like what's the like the general setting for this like year time place sort of thing that we're going to be holding this event. So the promotion is Honestly, going to probably be set in today's age because okay. it's a good time to be a wrestling fan despite all the highs and lows. But yeah, so modern setting. Okay, yeah, that's sort of what I assumed, but I just wanted to like make sure. All right, so yeah, so I'm going with the call-up background. And this guy, he's like an old-timey boxer from like 1935. Somehow he got caught up in a wormhole in like some experiment that the government was doing and got transported to this time. And he was like this like midtown hero from like Missouri. He held like the local, he held like the statewide boxing title in Missouri. But like since then it's been broken so many, so many times. So it's his goal to like try and reclaim that title. And, but he found this grander stage to do that in. So I'm not quite sold on a name yet. I think like Barry McGuffin, something like that. Like Barry the wheels McGuffin. Cause as he's punching, he's punching so fast. His hands just look like wheels sort of thing. Oh, <laughs> My gosh, Tiggy, that is beautiful. <laughs> so yeah, that's that, I think I think actually now that I'm saying that out loud, yeah, that's that's my character. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> all the promos oh are in black and white. Like they're all tin <laughs> All grainy. Oh, like, come on, let's fight. That transatlantic voice. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> oh, I if you if only you can feel the power of my smile. I love this so much. I can see the power of your smile, so I'm happy that you're enjoying this. I'm, I'm so excited to be doing this now. Uh, it's going to be so hard not to mimic that character for me, because I just love the sound of that. Remember, of tag dialogue. teams and factions are a thing, man. 
Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go. You're not going to get me. Like, that's just so... All right, what's that? You're making fun of my voice. Come on. So let's go. Let's go. Let's go for the voice. Go. Rope around your waist and an onion on your belt. Let's go. Let's go. Come on now. Like the weirdest <laughs> shit coming out of your mouth. It's like, does this make sense to anybody else? Does it make sense to us, in fact? No, just go for it. Oh, oh my oh. gosh. Okay. So I love that. <laughs> wow. I, I think Wheels MacGuffin is brilliant. I like the idea of a call-up because essentially it's just like, be like, there's this character from this other promotion. Welcome to this one. So... It's going to be great. All right. So that was a strong start. <laughs> Does anyone else have any ideas of their kind of archetype? Or at least an idea what kind of character they would like to portray? Okay. I don't hate my idea, but I don't think my idea is finished. I, uh, and this is a podcast, so this is bad podcasting. I got I I went and looked up this gem called Santa with Muscles, which is oh a Howard uh-huh. flick from 1996. And it's terrible, but it's also worth like 30 bucks on Blu-ray for some reason. So I was thinking of creating a veteran who's been around <laughs> forever, kind of over the hill, but it's sort of a Father Christmas, just this sort of cigar-smoking yoke. <laughs> oh my god! Santa Claus, just making a list of things. The catchphrase is right there. It's just sort of like, you are the naughty list, and then whatever that is. <laughs> Because now if you're on the Nautilus, that means I'm coming for you sort of thing. The bag of coal is his weapon he carries. The (laughs) The possibilities are rather endless at that point. Uh, I want to do something with the sack because there could be a lot of of jokes. (laughs) Oh, and just drop drop sacks on people. Oh, he got kicked in the sack. Like the jokes are everywhere. Uh, Presents, maybe presents that come out of the bag and you don't know what the present is. And then that has something to do with the move. (laughs) <laughs> little things like that i didn't i don't know if i want to go full epic like this is other christmas and or santa claus just whipping people's ass or if it's some over the hill dude like mall santa like ah, santa like it is, has candy in the beard and it's just terrible at his job it still wants to be a champion i'm not sure which feeds the promotion better both have pros and cons I don't, as veterans, I don't think a high flyer, but definitely still like a, a tactician good at this. Not a Hulk Hogan, like actually can do the moves and things, just doesn't rely on clotheslines and leg drops. Yeah, and, and they should be there for a while. But more like, but kind of like a, uh, a Mr. Perfect style. <laughs> like clean and tactical. And you're never really sure if they're the heel or the good guy just because the way they carry themselves. I'm trying to think of some more kind of style, stylistically. I don't, but power, but strong can like, can do the big power moves. The finesse stuff is terrible. Like you're going to run, you're going to run under his legs. Like you're going to be able to jump over his head and he's going to go, Oh, what happened? Stuff like that. If, Probably. if you go for the more, for the more swole version of this, I def like in my mind's eye, I definitely see like going through to like the Norwegian route of, of Santa sure. Claus, Chris Kringle type thing. I mean, we can finalize details, but Slightly erotic Viking Santa. <laughs> 1930s old Tommy boxer and slightly erotic Viking Santa Claus. This is Honest, honestly, this is a show in the making. <laughs> All right. So now with that out of the way, is this the idea you said I would either love it or hate it, John? Absolutely. I was like, you're either going to love this or hate this. I, uh, I, I have reached my verdict and I love it. <laughs> Great. Slightly erotic Viking Santa. I'll work on that. 
Now every Santa I'm going to see, I'm going to be like, hmm, I wonder if you're a Viking. Huh? And just be a little gay, not really gay, just a little <laughs> like, oh, hello, Santa. Are you, where are you from? In the words of Legally Blonde, the musical, it's either gay or European. One of the two. <laughs> Norwegian. Oh, okay, great. Just checking. Bye. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> so we have, this is great. Call up veteran. So we got two good ideas. Who wants to go? You know, I can't think that anyone would top this, and it just gets better and better. My original idea, I decided to scrap that, the one I originally put in the Discord. I think I'm going to go with, like, a, a the, with the fighter archetype. Um, and I want to build, like, the Scott Steiner, the bubbling idiot that will just, like, but will, like, just absolutely, like, tear you apart <laughs> in the ring. But when cuts a promo, I'm going to say the most absurd things that are going to make no sense ever. Booty like, man. <laughs> the Nine's winning, or like nine times four divided by seventeen. You're just gonna lose, bitch. Stuff like that. And they say the most absurd things that make no sense, and just like. I don't, but then, like, as soon as I get to the ring, it's like, I'm an actual. I'm a trained fighter. I was just. I'm not good at anything else except for fighting. That's the only thing I'm actually good at. Oh, what I'm talking about. I like small little animals. Like I'm thinking about like carrying like a little puppy with me to the ring as like my little mascot. <laughs> Just like a little like this is my this is my friend. You hurt him. I'm gonna hook out. Like just Lenny from Mice and Men. Like that's what you are. Ah, uh, like just here's my bunny. Here's my little bunny rabbit. Your bunny's no. stupid. I'm throwing you through the glass window that didn't break the first time. <laughs> this dude's terrifying. I love it. That's beautiful. All right. So now that only just leaves two. Let's keep so, this going. <laughs> so it's funny. Like I was looking at a couple of these and I had an idea. And then as y'all were talking, I it finally clicked for me what I want to do. So I think I'm going to go with the provocator. Sorry. I love that gimmick so much. Just, <laughs> just because of the description, Ooh. it is. Sorry. Yes. Continue. <laughs> I'm still like, like I said, this really just came to mind. So I'm still figuring it out. But I see somebody that is when he when he wrestles or in how he moves, it's just very fluid and very, very quick on his feet, very bendy, very show off with like his moves and, and such like that. I almost want to say, uh, Spider-Man one, but without the actual Spider-Man abilities. So with how he like stances himself and uh. like that, the thing is, as soon as he gets off the camera, he's just like, it's like it's like so much energy to put into that that as soon as the camera goes off, it's like Jesus, fuck, I'm done. Oh jeez, <laughs> like crack open a brewski, like full on, yeah, <laughs> like like full yeah. on code switch. Oh jeez, I'm like you have actual kayfabe in your character that you get to break, cool to play with. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Oh my gosh. So basically, we got a gold dust on our hands. <laughs> I can't wait to actually throw what second edition added to this game to make it more interesting, which we'll get into in a little bit. So my Puerto Rican brother, Adolfo, that just leaves you. <laughs> I have I have two I have two thoughts. The first thought is I was thinking of a luchador and I would pretty much carry over the character that I was playing kids on with kids on bikes, except all grown up. Yeah, he's actually turned El Buntador. <laughs> he actually has turned into a professional wrestler. So I was thinking about that or 
the other thing I was thinking about is uh, a character that I have made. It was a complete spoof. I've done some TikToks with him. He's called the Macho Mage. So it's literally Macho Man Randy Savage meets Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. So the Macho Mage so wears like one of those witch style hats, right? Has a cloak that has all sorts of like moons and whatnot and like the clasp is the uh, is the gryffindor sigil but his instead of having mage robes he has this half cut neon green shirt with frills and his wands are slim jims and literally like all the moves and everything he does is is all like dungeons and dragons is all magic references you know, mixed in with, with, with wrestling. So like, instead of magic missile, it's going to be a magic boost in your face, you know? So that's, that's what I was thinking. If, if I, if I did that archetype, I, I'd, I'd actually want to be a jobber. Like I would want him to like talk a good game, but then like lose all the time. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I love that. Not that my opinion matters. No, it kind of does because we're building this roster together. Your, your, your finisher has to be like slapping a Slim Jim and it's just like a backbreaker <laughs> on your knee. Snap into a Slim Jim. <laughs> pulling, pulling Slim Jims out of your hat, just giving them to the crowd. Like, yeah! Possible. Beef jerky, whatever, you know. <laughs> I, you know, I think I'm going to go with that. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Macho Mage. <laughs> nice. Macho Mage. All right, so Barry the Wheels McGuffin is our call-up. We have a Scott Steiner-esque fighter. I love it. We have what we're referring to as Old Goldust, the provocateur. Oh, I am so excited for... <laughs> you have Swole Santa Claus that might be slightly erotic, who is a veteran. <laughs> a slightly erotic Viking Santa Claus, yeah. And then finally, Macho May uh, is our jobber. Oh my gosh, this, these ideas can change over time, but I think we have a pretty good starting roster. With all of these gimmicks and all these amazing characters, I I need to know, are you playing face or are you playing heel? So just as a reminder to my players and to those listening in the world of wrestling, when it boils down to the basics, your wrestling characters either fall under two t categories, your faces, and your heels. <laughs> so the faces, they're not necessarily always the goody two-shoes good guys. But the way I describe faces is that they stand up for what they believe in, regardless if they're about to get their ass beat. In current wrestling, that if you're going to give an example, for me, like Jungle Boy is considered a face to me. Darby Allen is a face. In WWE, Liv Morgan is a face. So the faces stand up for what they believe in. On the other side of it, you have your heels. So the heels are not dastardly or cartoonishly evil or just being villainous. Heels, you know, will do what it takes to win and to get ahead of the competition. And they're not to below, you know, cheating, dirty tactics, undermining, all that kind of stuff. There are some good heels that aren't necessarily cartoonishly evil. Technically, the best example I could give is of a good heel that kind of can go either way, but is mostly heel to me is in AEW, Dr. Britt Baker. I think she is a phenomenal heel just because 
she has her posse. She's not, you know, below doing what needs to be done, but she is also talented as well. And she just gives off the aura of like, I'm better than you. And I know it. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega is a, a good example, too, especially this most recent run of him being a heel. But yeah, so now obviously, granted, we want to kind of try to even it out with this core cast of who's going to be face or heel. But, you know, you play with what you want and I will make it work. And that's the beauty of it. I have a thought, and this might be a cop out for slightly erotic Viking Santa. Can it be dependent upon who's on his list? Like who he has. Like say if, 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 if a face ends up on the naughty list, now I'm the heel. Or if a heel ends up on the night, like if there's something like that, that can get muddy. So I know that's a starting one way but able to flip anytime because that could get messy. But that does feed the reality of Santa. This is going to sound like a silly question, but the intention of that naughty list, like is he there to punish or to set things straight and right? I don't know if this is slightly erotic Viking Santa. We're talking punishment. <laughs> this could be a totally different. Just because I think it would be fun. <laughs> Let's start off slightly erotic Santa Claus <laughs> as the heel i think that'd be kind of fun <laughs> like you know all of you have been naughty all of you are not nice and then just here too you could the the daniel bryan approach when he first came back like the super eco like everybody's naughty even though we're being like generally good you just believe the world is a naughty place and you want to fix it yeah I, I dig that absolutely we like none of you you and your tablets and your smartphones and your social none of you do good no more all right, so slightly erotic Santa Claus is going to start off as a heel. Axel should be a face because I'm just like a bumbling idiot. That's yeah, just like not, I protect the cute. I protect the cute animals of the world, and if you're evil and you don't like cute animals, I'm going to bash your face in. I mean that works. I mean we did say he's cut. I mean Lenny was an example that from Mice and Men that got thrown around. I love it. So okay, for now he will be a face, and I love it. All right. So my other three. Faces and heels, man. I feel like I could go either way with this story or with this character because I could be like, I'm trying to reclaim like the glory for like the title for the people back home and everything and whatnot. Or I could be like, now that I'm in this modern era and people have surpassed it and nobody's respecting the game anymore. Now I'm doing it for my own personal glory. And and it, it comes to a point where I'm willing to do whatever it takes now in order to win that t championship. So I can I can kind of go either way with this, and I'm open to either one. So if you guys have something that you're sort of set on, then f like go for that. It'd be hilarious if you hide a pair of brass knuckles in your mustache. The referee's facing the other way, pulls the brass knuckles out of his mustache, knocks his pony out, puts it back in his mustache. Oh my goodness! Bet you didn't say that one coming. Oh my gosh! How that... when you punch somebody? Just a loud pow. It's like the it's like a Batman to comic. It's like pow. It's an old, old classic like Batman. <laughs> pow! Just knock down. Oh. You hide. You hide the brass knuckles in your mustache. So yeah, I it's could go either way with this role. So if you guys have uh, preferences for face or heel, like go for it. He's one of those like super serious but super comedic characters. It's so hmm. like both at the same time. Kind of, I'm thinking kind of like like old Riddler aesthetic, where it's like sort of like it, it like has his like it could be have his like own motivations, but it's like has a little bit of fun like playing around with the dark side of things. Super gimmicky, but super dangerous at the same time. 
Yeah, that sort of thing. Like I could go, I could go that route, or I could be more of just like, I guess, just like traditional superhero, like Superman. If I'm gonna go with like the same sort of like metaphor, where it's like I kind of just like stand up for like justice sort of thing, and like like the ideals of like for like the little guy sort of thing. It All feels right. a little stereotypical and traditional, but also I, I'm from the 1930s, so that sort of fits. That's the normal, yeah. I I think it here will be hilarious because just for the imagery of pulling the the brass knuckles yes. out of your mustache <laughs> or something like that, because you just like it. The game has changed so much that you have to put all these dirty tactics that people used to. You used to like hate being these dirty tactics, but now you have to do them because the game has changed so much that you have to like adapt. So it's like now I you got to win by enemy. I like yeah. that. I have a can of lard that I keep behind me that I use to grease up the stage behind people. Okay, so are you cool if Wheels is that comedic heel for now? And then, of course, it could change as we progress. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm super down for that. We'd love to see it. Alrighty, so that just leaves the provocateur and <laughs> the jobber. <laughs> I I would like to be a heel. The heel jobber, yes. Yeah, we love to see it. Yeah, because I, I, I was actually leading Faith for mine. Love to see it, so... Macho mage. But then he starts getting, like, all pretentious and eventually turns heel, maybe. Who knows? Like I said, as the story progresses, you can change in between. And then it's a cool thing with faces and heels, especially in the modern wrestling age, is that there's not really a clear line anymore because a lot of the more wrestlers in this day and age are more of the tweeners, as we call them. So in between faces and heels, they just do what needs to get done when the time comes. Some are more dastardly, some are more heroic, but either way, they do it at the end of the day. They need to do what they need to do to get things done. Now that we've determined who is heel and who is face starting up, now we're going to go into the heating up phase. On your guys' character sheets for the gimmicks that you have picked, there is a list of questions. The way that we're going to work this out is... you. We are going to go around and we're going to ask the questions and kind of establish prior relationships or prior feuds with the roster that we have now. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Let's start with Macho Mage. You are our jobber. Let's start with the first question. Who can't remember who you are? So which of these wrestlers is like, who are you again? I would think this, this, the Scott Steiner one. Yeah, I would think Axel. Just because, you know, he has enough trouble remembering his name. So it's like, <laughs> I feel like his name's got to be like actually like super long. He just can't actually remember it's going to be Axel. I like that. I think that's right. funny. That's beautiful. We love to see it. And it's just one of those things is like, it, it's okay, Axel. And you keep reintroducing yourself to him over and over again. Especially the new guy. I've been here for 30 years. <laughs> just call him the wrong name every single time. Yes! Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Well, uh, I'm, you're I'm gonna, Walter Wizard. I'm much mad macho mage. I'm going to write down a list of names to call him now for every episode that I see him. That is my yes. job now. Question number two for the jobber. Who was your tag team partner before they made it big? Uh, the provocateur. Yes. That's awesome. Plot hook ideas for later. Question three. Who thinks they're too important to work with the, the jobber? I'm going to go with Santa. Slightly erotic Santa Claus. Slightly erotic Santa. <laughs> as, a, as a veteran, yeah. Thinking the above the jobber stuff, absolutely. 
All right, Macho Mage, last question. Who is trying to get you bigger paydays to reward you for your work? I forgot. Tiggy, what was your character's name? Barry, I'm the call-up. Yeah, let's say, let's say the call-up. All right, Wheels is trying to get you a bigger payday. All righty, so there's a mechanic to this, which we'll discuss later, but... For everyone that you name, you gain one heat to everyone. So essentially how heat works in this game. Think of it as just like in a wrestling match, the heat <laughs> is basically how over this feud gets with the crowd. So zero heat means the crowd is meh about it. But the higher the heat is, it has some benefits and the crowd loses their minds when you fight. And as the campaign goes on, you can gain heat by doing certain things, which we'll cover later. But the jobber has established his relationships. Wheels, you have chosen the call up. Question one. Who has sung your praises to get you onto the roster? I feel like it would be Macho Mage. Uh, <laughs> it, seems, it seems like we're sort of working together. I'm supporting him to get him better pay. And then uh, he's singing my praises to get me on the roster. Oh my goodness, I had a flash of brilliance. <laughs> I have a flash of brilliance and I cannot wait. Question two, who thinks you're completely overrated? Oh god, I feel like it could be any one of the other three. <laughs> Rika, remind me again what your character is. The provocator, I'm still thinking of a name. Yeah, I feel like you would think I'm completely overrated. Yeah, I, I think with both of us being super flashy. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. in the complete opposite <laughs> types, I, I definitely see it. Flashy yeah. in like direct opposite ways. Like that's yeah. beautifully contrasting. Question three. With whom do you have a old rivalry with that can now be restarted? <laughs> okay, let's see. Minnie Musk, can you tell me your character? I'm the former MMA guy that got kicked in the head so many times that is now a bumbling idiot that loves animals. I just had Which, a horrible. I just had a bet. I had an evil DM creative idea. I so, feel like you're not going to share that. Oh, you are going to share it. Okay. Yes, I'm going to share it. Well, okay. So let me preface by saying this concussions are a horrible thing to have. And, you know, a lot of our athletes are dealing with it. However, because you are a bare knuckle 1930s brawler, I'm just thinking, what if you were the one who gave that last concussion to Axel here that now his memory is all shot? <laughs> Ooh. And maybe there's some mm. sort of history you guys had as a tag team or had a rivalry that didn't end too well, but now you can restart it because he doesn't remember the what you the did only to him. Thing, the only thing <laughs> I remember is I fucking hate handlebar mustaches. You know what it, you know what it was? It was my great-great-grandson or my great-grandson fought you and you beat him and so i challenged you and just like and that and get and that that's the rivalry that's what it was you beat my grandson and so now i'm trying to and i'm trying to prove that i'm better than you oh my gosh i love it that's amazing <laughs> in this modern era like my grands my great grandson is like older than me because i was only 23 when this happened so i'm like a younger dude but my grandson is like older. Are you seamus mcfly now like this is just going in circles I'm, I'm, I'm going through the, like, the over, like, I don't know. I'm going with it. I'm just rolling with it. <laughs> it's fantastic. Last one. Number four. Whose spot am I threatening to take now that I'm here? So whose spot are you trying to take? Definitely slightly erotic Viking Santa. There's only room <laughs> for one dude with extremely good facial hair in this ring. 
Listen, there have been feuds over less in the world of professional <laughs> wrestling. We get to have a hair versus hair match, beard versus mustache. Oh, prove which is better. Prove which is better for all time. See, that will be the paper. <gasps> oh. That will be the pay per view match right there. Yes, it's just I love gonna it. be like weird gimpish reindeer men holding you down as I shave your face. Oh my god, that's gonna get dark. This is great. <laughs> that completes you, Wheel. So two down, three to go. So who wants to go next with their questions? I can go. Question one: Who saw? the potential in you to excel at being such an oddball. I'd have to say that's Macho Mage. That's how we started out as our tag team. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. I like your style. Question two. Who thinks you're all smoke and no fire? Well, here's the thing. Like, like at first I was thinking wheels, but at the same time, I could also think Santa. Slightly erotic Santa Claus. And Santa might think you're full of shit, yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Alright, Santa thinks you are all smoke and no fire. Question three for the provocateur. Who is trying to steal your approach? So this is where I was flipping back and forth, and this is where I think hear me out on this. <laughs> if we have it be wheels, and that is because he's coming in from another time and my style, I got all these fans, I got all these people clamoring for me. I mean, it does work with the time travel gimmick. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What What do y'all think? I think that's really interesting because it's like, I, I'm i used to like the old, like the old school style of fighting where it's like, yeah. it was just mano a mano. We throw punches at each other until somebody goes down. Yeah. Um, nowadays, there are so many different nuances and so many different ways to fight in the ring, so many different things to use. Mm -hmm. And seeing you in your flashy style, like I, it, that was sort of the thing. I was like, oh, so this is what people are doing nowadays. Oh, okay, fine. I guess I'll do that too. Uh, <laughs> and just like that too. Just very like, oh, I guess I have to. Yeah. 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 I really like, okay. Yeah. I'm done. All right. <laughs> I think that there's also something kind of dismissive about it too. I mean, dismissive, like, sort of like, really, that's what you're going to do? How does that even work? I could do that. I could totally do that. You know, you want, is that what you want? I could show you how to do that. And then <laughs> just awful. because yeah. a constant, like, one up, <laughs> we have it for wheels, which means that the final question, who is starstruck by you, even though you're peers? <laughs> I'll have to go with Minnie Mouse's character. <laughs> Mostly because he thinks you're shiny. Well, so much. Shiny. <laughs> Now you got me started to think of my, my character's outfit. Okay, so good job. that The provocateur is now complete. So that just leaves our fighter and our veteran. So who wants to go next? I'll, I'll go. All right, Axel. Question one. Who has earned your respect with their legit fighting skills? I feel like it's wheels. <laughs> I feel like it's wheels. Yes. <laughs> like I feel like you beat my grandson like in a fair fight. That's why I'm so mad, because it's like, how, my bloodline can't do this? What the hell? And you, you gave me a concussion with those brass knuckles in your mustache. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Question two. Who did you beat when they challenged you to a shoot fight? I feel like I, I, I either want to say this is the Macho Wizard or this is Santa Claus. One of the two. I'm not sure which one it's going to be. I want to say this is Santa Claus who thought he put me on his naughty list and fought me and then went, never mind. I think that's great. If you were genuinely like the simpleton self and be like am i on your list and be like no and then you punch sand in the face like why am i 
And then I want to, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I feel like it's going to be Santa here. Slightly erotic. Hey, you're on the nights list. Okay. I got there by force and by puppies. The puppies. We love Wait, to see it. The, are you the puppy guy? Did you kill the puppy? No? Okay, I'll put you back on the list. Question Goodbye, three. Then. Who wants to add more entertainment to your repertoire? I feel like it's got to be the provocator. I'm just trying to groom you into like a... Uh... Like your psychic? I think my character is going to refer to you now as flashy pants. I, I, I put you in some like gold MC Hammer pants for <laughs> for a, a fight. Acting we did. I'm like, I'm like, these things make me look bigger. I'm a parachute. He crushes their spine. Last question. Who are you afraid of? I'm going to say the macho wizard. Hence why I never remember his name because I was scared. You're scared. Um, so I'm just like, I'm just like, aren't you the wizard wanker? Wait, oh, so ridiculous. <laughs> I'm actually scared of him because he knows oh what he's doing goodness. and I don't. Oh my goodness. We love to see it. All righty. Last one that we have is slightly erotic Santa Claus. Slightly erotic Viking Santa. Okay. Question okay. one. Who have you decided is killing the business with their performance? I, so this is tricky because I have to maneuver our whole promotion around. Uh, I, I'm going to say, I think that it's for sake of storyline. I think it's uh magic macho, macho magic. <laughs> Wizard wanker. I forgot his name too. <laughs> I thought you called him in the ring. Because <laughs> it's uh, like a, a, a jobber. I think there's a little bit of an indignant, like, really? You really? This is, and that's similar to what his storyline was for me, right? So there's just kind of this attitude of like, I don't like you, and I, why are you here? What, what do you <laughs> add to what we do? We love to see it. Oh, I think that works. <laughs> Who's my protege? I'm going to curveball you, and you can tell me if, if I can get away with this or not. Can I say I'm looking for one? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have one. I'm look I'm waiting for one to appear or I'm I'm look in the I'm looking for one. You're literally looking for Santa's little helper. <laughs> exactly. I just walk around with like a leather thing like I'm looking for a helper. Like what? Sorry. Oh boy. Yeah, you can leave it blank. I mean, okay. it could be one of these guys. It could also be one of the many NPC wrestlers, sure. too. I'm sure, because I think that th that just gives me somewhere to go as slightly erotic Viking Santa. Cool. Who has no respect for all the work you've put into this company? I think it's... Yeah, it's definitely going to be Minnie Moss and, the, and whatever that Steiner ogre <laughs> dude's so name is. Axel. <laughs> no, Axel. But what the character's name is? It's Axel. Excuse me, Axel. Uh, I think it's Axel because just walked up and punched me in the face that day, and has no respect for like. I have no respect. I like, don't care about the list or the any any of it. None of it, it has none. I'm good. Doesn't always get you on the list. You killed four to save one. Come on. Last one. Who is desperately seeking your approval? A provocateur. We are going with this long lost father line, aren't we? Uh, it's to be fought. There's just something underneath that we'll discover someday. It's just just awkward and like what? What are we? Do you, and that's <laughs> that's all DM plot lines. Last thing we'll do real quick is now that we've established kind of our beginning roster, we're gonna need to build our promotion a little bit. So definitely, what I would like to do on this episode is to come up with. Our gimmick or theme for the said promotion. <laughs> I thought you did it well when you were talking about just the, the stuff that's balls off the wall. 
<laughs> just balls off the wall. Balls just to the wall. Balls to the wall. Insane. Doesn't matter what you are, you're wrestling here. Crazy <laughs> shit wrestling. Like characters that cannot be seen or will not be seen anywhere else. I feel like a lot of these characters are also like, this is how we are in real life. Something, like out when the cameras yeah. when the cameras are off of us in the game, like like my character I know is just he maintains this dumb thing because he's just dumb. He just doesn't have any memories. <laughs> I feel like slightly erotic Santa Claus is just constant in character slightly erotic Santa Claus. <laughs> I agree. I think there's there's something either they're they're disturbed in the head or they just never break character. It's we can never break kayfabe because there's no kayfabe to break. <laughs> like the folks that go undercover for thirty years and then they're no longer undercover. Like they just are that thing they are. They became. Well, well, that's the interesting because my character I wanted to have like the offstage personality be just like very over it, very chugging beers, all that like like type person. I just had an idea of say that slips up on camera, and now the storyline shifts to me having a multiple personality disorder. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> if you don't know, if you're like, oh yeah, these guys are always so dedicated; they're always in character. It drives me nuts. You don't know. <laughs> you're in, in like an insane asylum wrestling. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. Insane asylum wrestling. It's like you it's you're mean. looking at them like these guys never break character. They're fucking goof offs. I don't understand them. I just want to drink beer and do my nine to five. Whereas the rest of them are like, why are you different? What happened? You just <laughs> thought that was you. Like, there's no concept there. Why are you still wearing that hat? Five seconds ago, you were a totally different person. What happened? I thought you always liked flashy pants. <laughs> it turns out, they he's like, me. I hate, he's like, I hate <laughs> shiny things. And it's like, <gasps> I, I'm the epitome of don't meet your heroes. <laughs> I'm like, you're, you're just that incarnate. <laughs> Then when you go to heal, you just like ruin a kid's like fantasy of you. I think that's gonna be <laughs> hard, right? oh god. All right, there's something like kayfabe wrestling question mark. Like no one knows. <laughs> I love how this implies that like I'm not actually a time traveler. I'm just like incredibly delusional. I mean, who knows? You could be a time traveler. You could be delusional. That's the fun thing with character. We could take it wherever it leads. Oh yeah. <laughs> Depends on your version of time travel, right? Is it the kind that loops in on top of itself? Because now you have memories from three places? Or is it the kind that's like wormhole? So you went forward and never changed this one? Oh gosh, my brain is going to hurt <laughs> now. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, just because of how crazy it is, insane asylum wrestling doesn't sound too bad for a beginning promotion. And I'm just imagining right. because that's our theme. It's just like the decor is just like, Oh man! So that shit crazy. Wrestling. That shit. Crazy that wrestling. shit. So insane, insane asylum. IAW. IAW. I just, I just thought instead of a cage match, it's a padded room match. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Instead of, uh, and instead of like a briefcase, we first want to put the straight jacket on. Just every now and then, it's not a I, ref. I, it's a. It, is a nurse in scrubs doing the countouts every now and then? I I, the ref- I never win the uh, the straight jacket match because I always break the straight jacket because I'm just too big for them. <laughs> like I've like I've been at like ten of them and never won a single one. I put it on, it broke. But then and it just you never lose the straight jacket match because if it gets on you, you just go and it just comes right off. It just breaks <laughs> off and it falls on my opponent, so it looks like they're wearing it. I'm like, that's no fair. That's amazing. Insane, for right now, no, we're going with it. Insane Asylum Wrestling is great. Oh. I'm just getting like match stipulations, pay-per-view types of things going on in my head, so that's great. 
All right. Definitely because the way that I have it structured, this is definitely an indie promotion. <laughs> I'm thinking that as far as our reach, I want to say that it's probably more municipal, which means that Insane Asylum Wrestling performs in one large city. That's where all the locals will come and watch us. So it's not super small, but we perform in one big city and everyone knows the name Insane Asylum. It's like, oh, you got to go to a show, man. It's crazy. There's people jumping off ladders. There was a straight jacket match one time. I heard they're bringing in some new stipulation, like that kind of stuff. I think this homeless guy <laughs> thinks he's Santa. It's really weird. And but he's slightly erotic, so I don't know whether to be afraid. It's like I, you got to check this out. That's exactly. It's just like I don't know if to be afraid or turn on. And I'm oddly okay with this. Yeah. Honestly, that's what it really be like as a wrestling fan. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm experiencing a lot of emotions right now, and I don't know how to process them effectively at one time. But I'm. But I can't stop watching. And I can't stop watching it. It's an erotic car wreck. It's back. back. Oh jeez. Okay. Municipal Insane Asylum Wrestling, and then we could come up with what our wrestling promotion is good at and what is it struggling with. But you guys, minus a couple other things we need to do, we pretty much just finished our characters and our hey. roster and our promotion. Nice. Shit. Oh, oh my gosh, you guys. Yeah, you, get a bunch of, you get a bunch of theater people in the room, man. Stuff gets done. And a job. It's perfect. Thanks, theater. Perfect. Listen, we appreciate any person who does theater in this in this household. But Don't yes, worry. so that will conclude the first episode of Friday Night Fights. Get used to it because there's gonna probably gonna be a lot more tangents in the future. But this has been my cast of characters. So one more time, let us go through our lovely cast who is going to be joining me on this lovely adventure so going back so let's start with playing the role of axel we have mini moss <laughs> hope you enjoy all this craziness all right playing our provocateur who has yet to be named but cannot wait to announce it later chris <laughs> great errand from y'all our 1930s balls to the wall brawler tiggy <laughs> that's all folks we'll see you in the next one this is gonna be fantastic. Loki, I may or may not want him to do some y'all to do some intro outro work later. Again, I can't believe these are words that were uttered today, but we have our slightly erotic Viking Santa Claus, John. Wait, the character's name John. I don't know what the name of slightly erotic Viking Santa Claus will be, but I'm sure it'll be something amazing. And uh it, it, it's gonna be great. And then of course be, yeah. Because of small children and, you know, bedtimes, we have our lovely nerdy Puerto Rican Adolfo, who is our our macho mage. And I am your creative, a.k.a. your game master for this game, Mikey. Oh, man, I got my work cut out for me because I have so many ideas and so many other wrestlers for me to put you guys against. But that will conclude episode zero. I, the, from the cast of Friday Night Fights, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. Remember to take care of each other out there. And until next episode, let's get it on. <laughs> Bye.